Well, Sunday had the opportunity to talk about um, uh, growing Christ and um, becoming a mature Christian. And what I want to do tonight is take the, the time that we have remaining here and go back into Second Peter. I don't have a handout tonight, but if you have if you have a Bible or someone next to you has one, or we probably have some here in the cabinet if anybody needs one. Um, but we're going to go into Second Peter chapter one. And uh, we're going to start in at verse 3 and, and look at some of the things we talked about on Sunday. But Peter talks about this, this checklist, if you will, things that we can, we can develop in our, in our personalities and in our day-to-day -day lives that will help us to mature as a Christian and bring us closer to Christ and bring us closer <laughs> to God in the process. And uh, I didn't have time Sunday morning to kind of get into those things. And, and to talk about them. So I thought I would just carry it over into, uh, into tonight. And let's see if we can open up these verses and open up these things that Peter talks about so we get a better understanding of what it is. So um, may mention that, uh, that when we talk about Christian maturity, we're talking about how we continue to grow, grow closer and closer to being more and more like Christ. And we talk about how it's a journey that we'll continue to go through on earth and it's one that we will never actually uh, cease until we leave this earth and so in other words no matter how close you are no matter how how how, how christ-like you have become you still have a ways to go and it's it's something we can continue to strive for and we talk about how god gives us everything that we need in order to develop in that journey so let's look again here at these verses in second peter um, one starting at three Peter tells us that his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire in verse 5, he says, For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith. So he tells us, understanding that faith saves us. But then he says, we want to supplement that faith with these following things. With virtue, and with virtue, we want to supplement virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. He kind of wraps up a little bit in verse 8. He says, For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So he's telling us multiple things here. It's faith in Jesus Christ that saves you. Then he says that when you are saved, just to recap here, when you are saved, God grants you all of the things that we need in order to be able to grow. So when we, when we are partakers of the Holy Spirit, we, we get these qualities, if you will, that we have to work to develop. And it's part of, the, part of the process of maturing. And then he gives us a little checklist of things to say, these are what you should focus on. Because if you focus on these things, then you're going to go and grow as a Christian and you'll be fruitful and like I said before, what better definition is there of a mature Christian than someone who is effective and fruitful for Christ? So let's go back and look at these things kind of 
one to one here because I, I it kind of came to the conclusion Sunday after going through them that that perhaps we could have some discussions on them to better understand them. And so he talks about in verse five, supplement your faith with virtue. What in the world does that mean? What is he telling us we need to send? Is there another word that another translation has Mike besides has, virtue? Mike has goodness. Goodness is, is, one, is one, one possible way to restate that. Anything else? Mine says moral excellence. Moral excellence. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, that's the one I was looking for. Um, the, the the best word that I've seen that that tends to to really state what Peter is trying to convey is is moral excellence or just excellence. Uh, excellence is, as when you take excellence and roll it all into the rest of these qualities, you're going to arrive at a moral excellence <coughs> understanding of what he's of what he's trying to tell us. Um, some of the commentaries on this particular term, uh, they, excellence is very, very clear that uh, is probably the best way to describe it, but uh, I keep going back to Wearsby because in this particular instance, he says the Greek philosophers use this term to mean the fulfillment of a thing. And they would also use it uh, to say when nature fulfills its purpose, that, it's, that is virtue or moral excellence. The word was also used to describe the power of the gods to do heroic deeds. They would say that the land produce, when the land produces crops, it is excellent because it's fulfilling its purpose. So in other words, if you are excellent in fulfilling your purpose, when a tool that you have does what it's supposed to do or works well, that word can be applied to it. Uh, so Peter, Peter is basically saying for us to to show moral excellence. And then that, I think, opens up a question. What is moral excellence? How would you, how would you try and describe that? I mean, we might think we know what that means. Virtue. Huh? Virtue. Virtue. Thank you, Rodney. Thank you, Rodney. Let's, let's all go home with Dale. All right? You just moved to the front of the flight. Very, very nice. Why in the world did I not see that coming? <laughs> <laughs> mm. How about this? I like this. I, I, I'll go back to this here. A Christian is supposed to glorify God because he has God's nature within. Yeah, that's good. I like, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. If we are glorifying God and we are keeping our, keeping our compass pointing in the right direction, um, then, then we're doing the things we're supposed to do that would be a picture of moral excellence. Um, but it's not, it's like we talked about on Sunday. It's not something that happens automatically. These are all things we have to develop. They're all things that take work. They're all things that require us to, to, to make decisions ahead of time that when we get in these situations and opportunities come up for us to, to exercise these qualities, we're going to take advantage of that. <clears throat> and and what, what Peter is saying is that as you work on one, the other one will start to develop. So if we are talking about virtue as being moral excellence, then let's move on to the next one. He says virtue with knowledge. Knowledge of what? Where, knowledge of who he is. Knowledge of, knowledge of who he is? 
knowledge of the scriptures, perhaps. Yeah, if you're if you're in the scripture and you're learning and you're that's your virtue. You're getting closer to God and glorifying Him. Then your knowledge should increase. It should increase, and as your knowledge increases, you'll also understand more what moral excellence means. You see how they feed on one another. You see how one will grow the other one, and they'll just it, it's 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 a domino effect, and things just keep getting better and better here. Um, as you as you push toward those things and his light shines more becomes brighter you're polishing off the the old so the brightness can shine through without a doubt without a doubt it's 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 a it's allowing yourself to be who god wants you to be and it's and it's it's a wonderful wonderful process and i'm i'm, I'm grateful that god doesn't just flip a switch and say now you're now you're you're mature you have it all you got it all because we get to appreciate that process as we go through it. We get to learn as we go through it. And, and when you really learn hard lessons, right? The book of James talks about how we should count it, count it all joy as we suffer through various trials. Well, as we go through those trials and we get the opportunity to learn and to grow and to become more like Christ, we appreciate that as we go through. It's, it's, it's the, I think it's the difference between having everything handed to you versus being able to work for it. <coughs> You know, and God knows us well enough to know that if we work for something, it's going to benefit us a whole lot more than if he just hands it to us. You appreciate it more. Yes. What does it say? Study to, to show thyself approved? Yes. Yep, absolutely. Now, that was the that was the Iwana key verse. Second Timothy 3. Yeah, I knew you were going to do that to me. It's 2 Timothy, but I forgot what it is. 3.15, is it? I think it is 3.15. Yeah. I think it's 3.15. So... In my Bible, yeah, right there, there's a heading of verse 5. It says, fruitful growth in the faith. In the faith. In the faith. So our faith has to grow for these things, or these things will grow our faith. That's, that's it. I guess right I'm trying to, but I guess um, reading the Word, having faith, and trusting the Holy Spirit to guide you, I mean, um. Yeah. Kind of fine tuning so, the engine. Yeah, it's, you know, if, but if we have, I guess I, I always try to look at things from the perspective of of the Holy Spirit, kind of helping us do these things. Yeah. So that this is not just a self help book, but we know that the Spirit's there and God's there helping us, and you know, a lot to 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 muscle up and do a lot of this stuff. But if you think about reading the word and getting involved and being led by the spirit that's not muscling up that's that that's yeah. hunkering down or, or hunkering <laughs> you know what i'm saying so well i think i think it's 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 real important Rodney, that we preface everything you know and make it clear that that all of these come to us through the spirit yeah through yeah. the spirit they they all come to us through the spirit and 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 so without realizing that and understanding that we do miss the point yeah when part of my footnotes, God empowers and enables us, but he also gives us the responsibility to learn and to grow. Yes. Yep. He doesn't, he doesn't hand it to us. <coughs> the way he puts it in verse 3, according to his divine power, he has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Yeah. He didn't just give it to you. No. He goes on to say, through the knowledge of him, that's the only way you're going to get all the things that you need pertaining into life and God. That's it. And then when you go through five through seven, it tells you some of that 
But there's so much in here. You could rehearse every verse in Proverbs. You know, you, you could. Like, there's knowledge everywhere. Yeah, there, <laughs> there be, is. There's gained. knowledge, and you know, and, and really, that's the point, and that's that's the whole point of this mature of this maturing process. It, you can just keep going. You can keep going and going and going, and the more knowledge you get, the more you understand, the more you grow, the more you become like Christ. The 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 better the better you understand it. It, it just continues on and on and on and. And I think where we tend to fail people who come to faith in Christ is we welcome them into the church, we welcome them into the faith, but nobody talks about this. Well, this is all part of discipleship. And, and we tend to miss that, and people sometimes will go, well, I don't really feel any different than I did before, or, or the fire went out after a couple of weeks. And there was nothing there to stoke it. And, and there has to be this understanding that, that now that you have come to saving faith, there's work to be done. We don't, we don't just stop. It was, uh, when, I, when I say Sunday, we, it's not good enough for Christians just to let go and let God. It's time for Christians to get to work once you're saved. There's a, there's a process that begins. Well, my, my statement is being a Christian isn't a bench warmer sport. It is not. It is not. Back in the day, going back a few years, we had a discipleship class. We did. I did We did. Was you in it? You were in it. No, you were in it. You were in it. For a while. Discipleship class. Who led the class? Brother Mike. Alfred, you did one, didn't you? I did. Well, brother, brother Mike brought the material. Yeah, they provided the material. That's right. He brought the material. Kind of, you know, brought in the Baptist doctor and everything. And for new Christians to go through that, like they kind of need that. They do kind of need that. But yeah, we we did all kinds of things. I think it's it's a it's a piece of it's a piece of the puzzle that needs to be in place. And but as 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 fellow members of the church, as fellow believers, we're all responsible for that. You know, we're all responsible for 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 going up beside somebody and saying, "Hey, what can we do for you? How can we help you? What questions do you have?" You know, and let's. Well, I think some of these young people that come and go, some of them were saved, and then you just don't see them, and they go back to struggling because they're not. Being fed. They're not seeking. They're not being fed. They're not, they're not seeking they, themselves. They that was the whole purpose of the yeah, discipleship. Yeah. They never got fed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Remember, they told us to find somebody and make them your Timothy. Right. Just That's lead right. them. Lead them. And that does that process doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop. And sometimes we just need to be reminded of that. Which makes me think of something. Keep entering prayers. Right. You know. Just he's changed jobs, but that's somebody that's just that same thing, you know. Oh, I'm 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 going to be there, but doesn't get up, doesn't you know? And I, I think that's something where, especially with the media and these phones, sometimes just a little word of encouragement. And, hey, how you doing? And missed you last week. You know, I don't know if we need to have a missed you column and and call some of these people. About call them and say, get your butt out here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to bribe them with food, and I guess my food is going bad. I don't know. 
Doug, are you a direct person? I feel like I'm just now getting to know you after all these years. He's the minutes from the church I went to and wanted to fly. That's true. Back then? Yeah. Where you been, huh? <laughs> yeah. And so we were listening to a bluegrass song this past uh, uh, weekend. I think I think Jesse was in the truck with me, and she was going, "Whoa!" It's called "We Missed You in Church Last Sunday." Have I ever heard that? Mm -hmm. it, it actually says, "We missed you in church last Sunday." Were you sick? Was there something else you had to do? And it goes down a bunch of different reasons. Why? Why weren't you here? I just want you to know that we prayed for you. You know. <laughs> so at the end of it, if you're the one who didn't come to church, you're the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was Buddy Rogers who made me feel about this big one time. He came up to me, and I've, I've told the story a hundred times, but we hadn't been here for several weeks, and I don't remember why, but we hadn't. And he actually showed up, and he, we're walking across the parking lot, and he just walks up and taps me on the shoulder. He says, so where are you going to church these days? <laughs> <laughs> I just went, oh. <laughs> and, 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 of course, uh, <clears throat> you know, um, uh, oh my goodness. Emma May. Thank you. Emma May hit him and said, Buddy. And he said, Well, I didn't want to assume he was staying home. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like Buddy. Yep. So, you know, John, as, as we think about um, revival, I've been thinking about that a lot within myself and within our church and what's going on. And you think about the Holy Spirit and you see the. Uh, you know, right here in that verse that Ron read, it starts out, it says divine power, and then the, through the knowledge of him. And I think of Ruth, our Sunday school teacher. Uh, she's in the word. She's preparing the lesson. She's excited about the lesson. Yeah. She comes so jacked up with so much to tell us that she can't get any of it out. <laughs> but in the meanwhile, though, it has... It revived her. It's excited her. Yeah. And it, and so really, really, she is the example. Yeah. That's that's what I'm looking for. I feel like that's what we're all looking for, you know, for the spirit to move. Now it need we. I'd like to see it move as a whole in the congregation and and but every, really it needs to every, move with us. It needs to start with yeah, us. It does. And and really, I think a, a heart of it is a lot of uh, encouraging, you know, and encouraging other folks and and. Glad to see you, even if you are going to another church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, I think that's a lot of it, too, is when we come together, you know, not forsake the coming together. I think that's that's the cream on the on the pie or whatever, you know, because you're when you come together and encourage each other and you can. Yep. And but you, you know what, Ronnie? And we, you feed off each other. We come together every single week. And what are we missing? Because now we're sitting here talking about, well, we got to come together. We got to come. We got to come together expecting the spirit to yeah. yeah. We got. We got to walk Pray. in here with the attitude that, that this is this is how it's going to be. And because the promise is there, and it's going to be right here. It's yeah. going to be in me, and so I'm going to feel it. I'm going to be hopefully be like Ruth, and so she Run excites off. excites us, you know, yeah. and inspires yeah. us and stuff, you know. So and if somebody and I mean, and she did it this past. Sunday and she's done it other times like if somebody makes a comment and and, and it, she feels like it's something to pray she stops the class and she gets up and she comes over and she prays for that person right then and there and you know and for God to do things in their in their life yeah I, we, we do more of that mm -hmm. we do yeah. more of that 
And I, I had somebody come up out in church on Sunday after church, came up to me and was telling me what was going on and asked me to pray for him. I said, you care if we pray right here? Because yeah. I because I know something. If I tell him I'm going to pray for him and I go talk to somebody else and talk to somebody else, talk to somebody else, by the time I get home, I, I know I'm probably going to forget. Yeah. And if we do it right then and there and we take care of it, two things happen. One, we do it. And yeah. two, I firmly believe that spirit's way more powerful when you do it right then and there when the need is brought up. Mm -hmm. It's that back to that putting things off. We were talking about that one time. Mm -hmm. If you feel something led in your heart, you need to act. You need to act. Are we back to pre-COVID where they could start doing the greetings again like we used to do in church and you shook sure hands can. with your neighbors or well, your new maybe. people? Yeah, or, we did do that. We, we did, did do that all, all the time. Are we yeah. pre-COVID now? <laughs> You know who the time police is. I, I know who the time police is. Yeah. Yes. James Horton. James Horton. Let's bombard him on yeah. social yeah. media. So I believe if you're moving <laughs> the, the heck with that clock. Yeah. Well yeah, that would be something to talk about. Well I get around I think I get around a lot. Sometimes James has got a song going, and I'm still. LD was just, you know, we yep. were, one of us was on one side and the other. But I, during the week, I'll say, I never saw those. Uh -huh. Talk to those people, uh -huh. and I try, you know, I try to hit. We used to go well, across see, the aisle, you know. Yeah. And see, now that I'm on Sunday anymore, comfortable and I have, I've barely done it in the, in the new sanctuary. Yeah. Because I've been sound with all those years. Now that I'm not sound with anymore, it, it didn't even dawn on me that. We stopped doing that. Yeah. 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 I was in favor of saying I yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be like Doug and go up and tell him. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, would you like to talk to James? <laughs> <laughs> all, you, all you gotta do is tell James say, No, really, all you gotta do is say, James, we're gonna do we're gonna just move it back ten minutes. And James will look at his watch and say, Ten minutes went by. And you just gotta James is running on a schedule, and that's what James is programmed to do. That's what he thinks his job is. So if you want to change it, just tell James, you know, we need 15 more minutes. We're going to do the time. This, you know, this well, I can say when we prayed. Yeah, when we prayed Sunday, we prayed 45 minutes straight, and it didn't seem like 45 minutes. Yeah. How many? We're all back here. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it again this Sunday. Anybody wants to come back. And then I mean, if we if that stays consistent, we'll start rotating. Nah, and we, well, I think we probably need to. Have, who knows about it? Uh, I just called and invited five or six people last yeah. week, and then I invited our Sunday school class, and maybe we'll announce it. You know, during the announcement, say anybody wants to come back. Yeah, but probably need to let, let let my class know about it as well, and because uh, I didn't I didn't teach last Sunday, um, but uh, I got your, <laughs> I got your text, and I just I just smiled from ear to ear. Yeah, well, that, was, that was so great. Well, James yes, was approached about a month ago about the meet and greet, so if somebody does it again, it might really, might really work. We can all email yeah. we'll say Wednesday all night, email Bible study, Facebook is for me. And the deacons in the room thought it was a great idea. Yeah, the deacons. said you were going to do it. I was going to say, I think, I think I've let it get off the rails, but I don't think so. I think, I think we're still on track here. Okay. Well, we're, we're, in, we're not doing too much with self-control. Self-control. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Yeah. Being diligent about trying to practice. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, because self-control and steadfastness are, are important. And I, I don't know if it's six minutes I can talk about them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But that's that's okay. James provides uh, James provides structure. John Rowland provides structure. You gotta without a pastor, you gotta keep those two things in place because that's those are really important in holding the whole thing together right now. I don't. It'd be okay with me if we went all if we went all Abbey normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could preach first and sing last. Uh, that would be pretty cool, I think, because you would, the preaching would inspire you and the singing would kind of. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That'd mess everybody up, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. But then we put a suggestion box in the back of the church. Yeah. Put it in the <laughs> we changed the color out there. We should change something else. Well, I, I hope that what we're doing through this through this this time of discussion here, though, is that we are we are actually to some extent increasing in knowledge. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to segue back into this, and I'm well, this kind of I <laughs> I always go back to um, like when the kids were little and watching was it. Um, the Trinity, one of the kids' evangelist shows on Trinity Broadcasting, and it showed a, a boy, you know, laying there in his in his room watching TV and everything, um, and it kind of showed like where he was laying there, not with his Bible next to him, but then it's like his spirit was out and kind of like beside him, and his spirit was sick. And it was letting you know, like, if you don't take care of your body and feed your body with food and feed your body, your body's going to get sick and die. If you don't feed your, the, the spirit within you with God's word, which is the food that it needs, your spirit is going to get sick and die as well. Mm -hmm. And it, it was just kind of like letting the kids know, you know, by putting off and making like TV or games or other things more important than reading your Bible, the spirit within you that God put you there is going to get sick and die. And that, that vision just has stuck with me yeah, for yeah, you know, a few years because you know I'm not that old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been visual or you never remembered all that. <laughs> But yeah, and it just, it just, and sometimes I that go back, and it's just like you know, when I feel like I'm dying inside, and it's just like, and when I do pick up my Bible and I start reading it, and you start getting into that habit again, it matters. It does matter, and matters. I feel alive inside. Yep, the Christian, the, the Christian who, who, uh, who forsakes Scripture will not mature. Yeah, we we've got to, we've got to spend time in God's Word. There are so many promises that come out of just us being in God's Word. And, uh, and and we won't realize it if we don't get in there. That that self-control earlier, how many times have you come to church on Sunday morning, you're all aggravated and something's going on that maybe you're upset about and you sit and listen to the message and God speaks to you and it changes your whole perspective and you, you get, you know, so you walk out feeling refreshed okay. and, and a new insight and everything. You know that's that can give you the self control right there. It, it's well. I want to I want to to, to focus on too how these things affect the other one because uh, we when we talked about faith, virtue, knowledge, um, knowledge with self control. Is there is, is do you do you see a particular importance in that order? Um, why why is it listed this way? Again, I don't know that there's there's a, a, a an exact explanation for that. Um, but as he talks about these qualities to supplement 
Supplement faith with virtue. Supplement virtue with, I'm gonna put that word in there. Supplement faith with virtue. Supplement virtue with knowledge. Supplement knowledge with self-control. So in other words, as your knowledge is growing, then you need to add to it with self-control. How does self-control help knowledge to grow? Because you're taking, making the effort to study more, to read more, to be involved so, more. So, so in, other, in other words, the, the better it feeds off each other. The better your self-control is, the more dedicated you can be to growing your knowledge. The more you can sit down and say, it's kind of like being on a diet. You know, I would, I would rather go play this game, watch this TV show, read this other book, A, B, C, and D, but those aren't good for me. This is what's good for me. And that self-control is what takes you to that other side to say, I need to consume this. You need to be disciplined. Yes. And that is where we get into steadfastness a little bit and talking about um, patience and discipline and working through the, the rest of these things. Um, I know Jimmy's going to say, you don't have to stop because it's 8 o'clock. Um, <laughs> well, some folks plan on where to be. The end of this, the end is this brotherly love, or brotherly kindness, love is the very last thing. Love is the very last thing because all these things lead to that. Mm -hmm. All these things lead to a love that is, is a special kind of love. And I don't, I'm not going to let that go. I want to pick this back up next week and and let's let's keep building through this and getting to the end of it because I got a lot of things I want to say about brotherly love and a lot of things I want to say about love in general um, when we get through this and then we'll read the we'll read the last of that passage as well so hang on to uh, you know put a put a what is it they say put a pin in it um, we'll get back to this and we'll we'll pick it up next week and continue on throughout. And, and then what we'll probably do after that, if we have time left uh, next week, uh, we, may, we may flip over to the book of James, uh, because the entire book of James is really written to Christians who are having a problem with maturity. And everything from the beginning to the end of James is really talking about, if you are mature, you wouldn't be having this problem. And so we can take some of these things and, and apply them over to the book of James and see um, how they would change the lives of the folks that James is writing to. And we can spend a couple of weeks here on talking about maturity and just uh, just see where this discussion all, all takes us. Now, so. I kind of have had a different viewpoint on self-control, referring back to Marie today. <laughs> when, you know, when life smacks you upside the head, and your day is really going bad. So the rebel, isn't it, yeah? Uh, if, if you're practicing these things, you will, it may not happen overnight, it won't but you will overnight. learn to to handle them in a better way. You will. But that that's one of them that maturity is really hard to reach. <laughs> it's I I think it may be the hardest Most likely. for for a lot of us. It like it is for me. It ain't something you just like. I'm gonna get mad. I mean, it just happened. <laughs> 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 yeah. You didn't get up that morning and say, at 6.45 today, I'm going to get mad. <laughs> yeah. That did not, that was not how you planned your day. Yet something happened at 6.45 and suddenly, yep, the emotions just took off. But the things that are usually stressing us, my buddy Pope, they, we, get, we call it the Pope stress control. 100 years from now, it won't matter anyway. It won't matter anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs>
right. So no need to get all wound up. Yeah, in 100 days. But, yeah, but there's uh, a, sometimes when you go to bed at night, you know, especially after you've had some problems to deal with, and they just seem like they're just, you know, just totally consuming. And you wake up the next morning, you're like, "What was I so worked up about that?" There's a there's a there's a Jason Gray song though. It talks about going through trials and, and experience and things. And, uh, and, he, and he basically alludes to the fact that people keep telling him it's going to be better, it's going to be okay. And he says, you know what, that's not what I need to hear right now while my house is burning down. <laughs> you know, I, I, I appreciate it. The words, are, the words are great. But I don't really need to hear that right now. <laughs> I, I, I need you to just let me vent, essentially. And it's like Job. If you look at Job, you find those words. He calls them wind words. They're just words for the wind. We're just talking so that... We got to get them off of our chest and let the wind blow them away, and then we're going to be okay, and we'll get there. Assassin Fresno. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not necessarily those. Let's 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 go ahead and close because it's getting it's pretty warm in here. I'm starting to starting to to, to feel it. Um, uh, Ron, can I ask you to close for us? Sure. Okay, thank you. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for the blessing it's been to be in your house tonight with the people and over your word. We just grant us understanding. Each and every time we do it, Lord, lead us and guide us through the rest of the week. And we look forward to service this Sunday. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen, Amen sir. Amen.